Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I am Sherlock Holmes Arklin <laughs> Inquisition, that's hard to say. It's me, Michael, and joining me <laughs> is the Death Our Born Scrolls himself, Matt. I'm on a beach, that's all I really know from this plotline. And Smite of Time, Final Fantasy VII, it's Adrian. There was not one mention of Guild Wars. <laughs> Oh, well, now that you've mentioned Guild Wars, what have you been up to, Adrian? <laughs> what do you mean, what have I been up to? What am I up to right now? I'm playing Guild Wars. It's just that's, my jam. That's what Discord tells me. Before we get like deep into what this episode is, should we just briefly describe what would, what it is and what to expect? I, yeah, I think... Okay. It, so this is No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer. I feel like Michael normally says that. And you can probably tell, if you're listening, that this is very informal. And that's because if you are a busy gamer, I wouldn't blame you to leave, but it is going to be funny and good. We get to discuss so, some points and air some thoughts on various, I don't know, things in the industry, whether it's about games, about the the events and the things that surround games. Much like Arkham Origins, this is basically no time to grind, but more. That's a funny joke for everyone. Just us. Not everyone. <laughs> Just us. That's nice. <laughs> so to get into it with the reference of Guild Wars 2, I've been thinking, I was thinking about my like favorite games of the decade. You know, we just rolled into 2020 and everyone's talking about their favorite movies, their favorite games in the decade, etc., etc. And I put together a list, but... I find myself put, not putting games like Smite and Guild Wars in there, and I was trying to figure out why, and I think I came to the to a, a conclusion. I'd like to bounce it off you guys. Okay. Games like Guild Wars, games like Smite, and even to a degree when we were playing uh, Monster Hunter World, I see yeah. them, or at least my brain probably reacts to them in a, um, as more like a hobby. Like, you, you go... Like you would go home and play basketball, you know. You might go kick a footy after work. You, I don't play these games to to critique art or to experience the story necessarily. It's just like it's a different experience. It's a it's a hobby rather than watching a story. You know, like you might watch a TV show. Where where do you guys yeah. think on that? Do you have your own similar games that you might put under that banner? You know, it's actually funny that you bring that up. The way that you say that, because I literally last night after D&D had a conversation with my wife, uh, uh, she was like, because I was going, oh, it's Sunday night. Um, and that means I got to go to work tomorrow. And I'm so sad. I haven't played enough video games. And she's like, well, why don't you like, she, I think she just said it offhandedly. She was like, oh, why don't you lucid dream playing <laughs> video games? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, it's a thing that people have said that they can train themselves to lucid dream. And I buy that. Um, I'm too lazy to do it myself. Uh, but I was also like, I don't want to lose a dream playing video games because to me, the point of video games at this point in time is to experience things both for me and uh, I, I guess there is a little bit of a, like, I'm always about the Platinum Trophies because 
you know, not only does it say to me that, oh, yeah, this guy, he likes Bloodborne, but then it also says to everyone else, not that, uh, yeah, I'm really good at Bloodborne, so, uh, no, quite the opposite. If we 1v1'd, I would die. But it, it says to p- other people, like, oh, God, this guy really likes Bloodborne. He's got the platinum. What a f- masochist. So, to answer your question, I don't like playing games for the sake of playing games as much as I feel I should. Like, I just, I like playing games to either experience or to achieve. Uh, yeah. So, you're, you're saying you don't, you don't necessarily see them as a hobby. You, you like, you're, you have a purpose. You're going to go do it. You're not doing it to, like, unwind and or chill out and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, I feel like if there's an equivalent, it would kind of be like someone who no longer just paints and doesn't know, but someone who, like, always goes out and gets a proper canvas and uh, always sketches something, like, and doesn't just take risks. Or someone who, you know, they they don't jam properly anymore. They just write songs, which to some people that probably sounds unfulfilling. But for me, that's just what I'm liking, maybe because it's like... I have the best bang for my buck if I'm able to spend that time and then go, look, look what I did. I got this trophy. Or, wow, I've experienced this narrative story in my head and I'm smarter because of it. Michael, what about yourself? I'm not a completionist, like, at all. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I find it hard to go back into a game that I feel like I've I've gotten all of the like the experience out of like challenge alone is not good enough for me. There are a lot of games out of the, out there that are designed purely for challenge. Let's take uh, a super meat boy. Mm. Um, it's like, I haven't finished that because I feel like I get it. It's now just, uh, I I get the concept of the game. You're just going to give me a new challenge you're going to ask me to put the time in to increase my skill level. And it's like, and I'd rather move on to just a new experience. I think this is why I'm the weakest when it comes to us playing Mario Kart and um, Smash Bros. I enjoy the game, uh, but I'm never going to sit down and just put in time to increase my skill level because it's still the same experience. So yeah. at what point do you play a game like that and go, I've gotten my worth? Like if you were to play Smite, let's say, right? There's a hundred percent no there's no story mode, there's no uh you know, main mode. It's just you go in and you play a game. I mean obviously you don't necessarily get the same value out of it just at a base level, but if you similar games, when do you go like Monster Hunter is another example, when do you go, I've had an I've gotten enough out of it? Oh, I I feel like Monster Hunter's a little bit. It it kind of has a, it go crosses a line. Like early yeah. on, it's very like storyline and adventure based. But then once you hit the late game, you do get that like an end of an MMO where you're like, I can choose what I need to do. I want to go kill that. I want to go kill that as fast as I can. Because we're basically talking about grind. Like this is yeah. a conversation about grind. Like you know, uh, you get to a point in a lot of games, and then it's the game goes, I, I have nothing left but the gameplay. And then that's when 
I, I suppose most people go, I like the gameplay, so I'll keep playing. Or some like. Whereas I would like categorize into different fields. So a fighting game, I'm looking to unlock all the characters. Uh, in something like Smite, I'm guessing that's not really going to be possible unless I sink in money to get more characters. Uh, or I'm going to be putting in like a lot. So I would say in a game like that, I'd probably want to get a good feel of every character sort of type. Um, so I guess what's that in Smite? You got warriors and mages and guardian, assassin, and hunter. Yeah. So I'd like to be in a in a in a place where I can go. I've got a go to character for that class. And I'm going to have fun. I'm not going to get rolled. Um, I like to do that where I go, okay, I think I've got a grasp on that. Let's try getting good at a different class. Uh, but then I won't go, okay, now I'll go back to my favorite <laughs> and I'm going to become an esports like pro <laughs> on that class. No? It's, You're not going to become an esports pro? It's just, not, it's just not my bag, man. It's just not my thing. It's... I'm not the best. I'm not the best at like any game, but I don't think that's like the point. I don't play games on hard mode. See, you know, well, you mentioned like with fighting games, like you, you know, you don't necessarily spend the time to get good, which seemed to imply that I, like me or Matt, would spend the time to like get good. But when I play something like Smash Brothers, and I'm, you know, I think I'm safe to say far better than you. Um, well, I can't believe you would admit the truth. Uh, like, I haven't spent hours sitting there going, like, I want to be good. I just play it because I enjoy it. Like, the latest Smash Bros. Um, I loved playing it, so I kept playing it. And that meant yeah. whatever I could find to keep playing, i.e. I got to, like, I had to, I did all the achievements in the game. All the collections or achievements or whatever they're called. Uh, not ne- and I wasn't necessarily sitting there going like, "How do I be the best? How do I how do I just get better?" I guess just getting better. You got were just part experiencing of it. the yeah. game, yeah. But I think kinda... I think there was a part in the past for both of you. I think this is fair to say that there was a time when both of you uh, would give yourselves a challenge, like fighting the hardest level CPU, wanting to to play each other at your best. In a game like that, it's an accumulated ability like you're very good at mortal combat adrian because you've played a lot of mortal combat it just sort of stacks yeah but like i think you're but that's not from a desire probably well it's mortal combat as the example that's not from a desire to be really good it's just and to be fair i don't think i'm really good i just played them all again and i'm trash but it's just like (laughs) i I mean in 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 competitive gaming instances there's probably a, a element of natural "Quote unquote natural skill," but I, I just play the games because I like them. I guess getting good is a side effect. Yeah, but the you like those games, and so you sink more hours in. I sort of take what I can from them and go. Well, ultimately, I wouldn't say that I'm a huge fan of fighting games, so then I move on. So, yeah, you're not actively seeking out to, like, you don't want to be the very best like no one ever was. But there's obviously a a gameplay loop that you enjoy, which makes you better the more you play. 
like Monster Hunter. You guys have put more hours in than I have, so you are you are better at it. Though we, in regards to Monster Hunter, I do enjoy Monster Hunter. I'm just not as dedicated to it. I think. Yeah, see, I think that's I'll, probably a good way to explain it. Maybe it's dedication to the game. See, I think you just have like a different, like time sink worth value like in your head you go is it worth it to keep playing this i think michael i think it's safe to say you have like the least like i feel like you're uh, the busiest gamer out of us so you'll go nah this isn't worth my time i like i have more important things to do and i think you have your priorities good but i also think adrian has his priorities good as well because he's going i do have the time to maybe do a bit more monster like to do more monster hunter than matt and michael and then i think another thing that plays into it is how much monster hunter would adrian not have played if it wasn't for Corey? yeah well that was more like re-sparking the desire you know we talked about it at work and then we're like fuck we should play it but that's what i mean is uh there's like another aspect of social like I've been playing The Sims 4, not just because it was free, but because I was like, you know what, this will be a funny little thing to, like, Casey and I have been playing it, while, like, the other one, obviously it's a single-player game, but we're able to make commentary and make jokes and mock the Sim language. Oh, a classic pastime. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it's like, if it wasn't for her, I would not be playing The Sims at all. Do you have a f- and same with Don't Starve. I hate that game now, but <laughs> if anyone asks me to play it, I will play it because I I love my wife and I love my friends, but I do not love Don't Starve anymore. Like you've actually gotten us back into that um, because Abby is a huge, my partner is a huge Don't Starve fan, uh, and so you getting us Don't Starve together, we're like back into that. And, and I'm glad, and I want to be invited. But I am dead weight. (laughs) (laughs) It's so brutal. It's a brutal game. See, I think that's the other thing as well, where you guys, things like Dark Souls and Monster Hunter, uh, playing them with other people, I get more enjoyment out of it because they are inherently a challenge-based game. And I don't, like, I want my games to be more like a movie where yeah. I want to, I want the experience. I want to relax. I don't want to be stressed while playing a game. And so having buddies around in stressful games takes that away. It's like a horror movie like, yeah, becomes a comedy if you have enough friends around. Yes, exactly. And I also dislike horror. <laughs> So what have you guys been playing recently? Obviously Sims 4 for Matt and uh, Don't Starve Together for Michael. Those are the big and ones. And then both the other way around. I've seen Michael's been playing Sims 4. I don't know if it was Michael or if it was Abby on your account. No, it was. we were doing the same thing. where uh, It brings people together. Especially at a TV. Like crowding around a computer for Sims can be quite annoying. But sitting... You mean a CTV? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so in not yeah, television's dead, but on the uh, on you know the connected televisions that are designed for streaming only, not antennae, 
uh, <laughs> it definitely makes it more of like a shared experience. It's like, let's design some Sims and what do we want them to do? And you can see everything that's happening without having to like, or like sit next to each other on like little chairs, which was most of my childhood. I loved The Sims as a kid. So I was doing it as a bit of a nostalgia sort of hit as well. God, I remember going, God, you just took me back. I remember going to your house, riding my bike to your house and just sitting next to you while we played something, like you played something on the computer. And I think it all changed when Civ, like you were like, Let's look at this bad boy. It's a civilization. And because Civ, you, like, you take turns, you take the hot seat. It's changed everything. And then now here we are, states apart. And playing games where we kill giant dinosaurs with swords made out of other dinosaurs. It was a simpler time back in our childhood. <laughs> uh, but I've been playing, kind of. I'm actually very annoyed. I kind of ruined Valentine's Day and the day before Valentine's Day because I did a big sigh and had to grind a whole freaking lot of Pokemon had to. But now I have all of them on Pokemon Home. And see, all that's where the uh, the achi- personal achievement comes in. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I can, I'm telling you guys that I got it, so that's a public achievement. Um, but it really was for, my, uh, <clears throat> for myself. I had to trade my shiny Dragonair so I could get another Zamazenta. I traded one of my, like, ten Mewtwo's that I've gathered over the years. Uh, And I was like, I need a Bellsprout. That's the last thing I need. And no one was giving it, like, I hate the GTS but love the GTS. Depositing Pokemon in the GTS is a joy. You go, I have this kind of rare Pokemon. I would like another kind of rare Pokemon. But trying to get something on the gts the other way around it's like okay i just want a bell sprout and people are like ah, oh, mew celebi jirachi and mm, i don't think that's equal value <laughs> uh but yes 890 pokemon on pokemon home i still don't have magierna because it's buggy as hell but soon and how have you, you get that i believe in you and how have you all been going with the game of the month, Chrono Trigger? I'm fighting dinosaurs right now. Whoa! How uh, could you could you guys <laughs> estimate how many hours in you are? Does that not tell you how far I am? I'm fighting dinosaurs. Well, no, because like I I'm, like I'm about three or four hours in. So, like I don't want to say anything in case you guys aren't up to where I am, but it sounds like you're further than I am. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm further because I've been playing pretty much every day. Okay. Um, it's a good game. It's, like, really good. How about you, Michael? Like, I, I'm enjoying it for the most part, but I have trouble really getting sucked into RPGs, or JRPGs, actually. And so I'm not as far in as I would like to be. I'm, like, I'm intrigued by it. Um, but like we'll go into it more in a couple of weeks. We'll see how it how it shapes up. But right now, it still it still just has that that same feel to to your Final Fantasies of the two D sort of 
generation. It even reminds me a little bit of... Um, did you ever play Legacy of Goku on Game Boy Advance? No. Yo! Yo! I was legit thinking that just today, finally today, because I was fight- I'm was i in Dinosaur Land, which is a mild spoiler, I guess. But I was looking at everything, and I'm like, this reminds me of that... Uh, Dragon Ball Z game, the only Dragon Ball Z game I had played, and at the time, the only Dragon Ball Z media I had consumed, because I didn't watch the show as a kid. And yeah, uh, what's it called? Goku? Yeah, it was uh, Legacy of Goku and Legacy of Goku 2. Uh, 2 was much better than the original. Uh, They were actually, like, they were really good. And so, like, I like the art style. The story's been pretty good so far. So that's sort of keeping me around. The combat is interesting, not being fully turn-based. So I'm like, I'm interested, but it's just, it's hard to to get into it. I don't know why. There's just some kind of, I have this JRPG barrier that I need to just sort of somehow get through. I think they have a problem See, sucking me in the way that a Western RPG does. I just don't care as much about <laughs> what's going on and who's who. It's harder to keep track in a JRPG. Look, this one in particular, I, I, wanna, I wanted to try and avoid talking like about it, but I, there's something I want to bring up that I think might be relating to the, to the trouble you're having uh, that I've felt about the game compared to other JRPGs I've played, which are limited, but... They're some of the bigger ones. But overall, otherwise, I think I'm having a good time. It, it... See, I think between this and, like, Fantasy Star 4, they both, it was like, oh, it's a fantasy game. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, like, there's science. Like, uh, And because of both of that, these are the only two JRPGs that I've, like, that has broken the barrier for me. The fact that it is sci-fi, is is all that it takes for me, apparently, which is surprising because I didn't like Final Fantasy VII, but that could be because I could not beat the Scorpion, which is the first sub We'll just, we'll just wait until we get around to uh, the April episode that for that. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot. Actually, I wanted to talk about... If, if we're done here, I've got a few things I want to talk about, future and past episodes. Sure. Uh, I have a little funny, because I was, I, I had a dilemma because I'm like, this is an episode that we're not talking about. Uh, but then I have a little quiz. It's not a, like trivia show, it, but it's a match the game to the review. Okay. Uh, the games I have, uh, Chrono Trigger, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And then the game after Chrono Trigger, Vice City. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one, and I should write these down so that you guys can read if you really want to. So the first one is just, uh, I can't believe anyone would buy this game. Overall, it isn't very good, and it is very hard. So that's one review. <laughs> okay. Uh, I need to find one that doesn't have, like, a direct spoiler. Uh, so, uh, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard not to just find spoilers in this. 
I'm going to go with this one here, which is, uh, I really tried to like this game as it is a legend amongst RPGs. Ooh. Oh. Uh, however, I simply didn't have any fun with it. It even bored me, and I finally stopped trying to get that feeling so many other players have with this title. Personally, I cannot recommend this game to anyone but hardcore nostalgics. And then Google Documents is not letting me play the game. <laughs> Uh, and so this is review one. number three. Uh, I have one for so this is for number three, but it simply is. <clears throat> it really isn't as good as they say it is. I feel like that's not enough for you. <laughs> that's good <laughs> enough. To what are our three? So what are we? I, this is a matching uh, game, I'm guessing. So yeah. Okay, so the third one is boring game. Graphics suck. Gameplay is boring. No fun at all. I don't see why anyone would play it. <laughs> okay. And this is for. Our last game, uh, Ocarina of Time, our current game, Chrono Trigger, and the next game, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. This is a trick question. They all apply to all of them. Boom. I figured it out. (laughs) kind of do. I would say number one, I'm going to say number one is Vice City. I reckon someone thinks that Vice City is very hard because there is... I do remember there is a, a couple of missions involving a remote control helicopter that are impossible. Uh, so that's my vote for, for number one. So therefore, no, number two, I I think is Corona Trigger. And number three is Ocarina of Time. Boring game, graphics suck, gameplay is boring, no fun at all. I don't see why anyone would play it. All right. Adrian, do you agree? Um, I'm just trying to see what. Well, don't get so this is, this is a Matt. Just getting these no, no, from is, is this, oh, these no, are actual no. reviews or are these Matt reviews? No, no, these are actual ah, reviews. Okay. Come on, don't Matt go reviews the same. would Let's be have a winner. All right, all right, all right. Um, jeez, I really do feel like they so could we'd... all apply at some point. <laughs> Well, um, we know two probably isn't Vice City. Yes, that it one is a legend that. amongst RPGs. Yes, the only RPG that is a Grand Theft Auto game is yeah. San okay, Andreas. yeah. Two is definitely Chrono Trigger. Uh, and then I'm going to swap. I'm going to say Ocarina of Time for I can't believe anyone would buy this, and Vice City for boring game graphics sucks. <laughs> you know, the second Michael said to you to have a different answer was the second you lost Adrian because Michael cleaned up straight oh. away. Oh, three. Oh, yeah, he knows the most about so, negativity for sure. There we go. Yep. P- Vice City PS2 is not very good and very hard apparently. Uh, and then Chrono Trigger apparently... I feel like this is the opinion that you guys, well, not 100%, but the vibe that you guys just gave was like, I really tried to like this game as it is a legend. Uh, uh, that's kind of wrong. No fun. I, I, I I, I'm enjoying my time with it, but I can tell there's some things, like there's things I really, really love about it, and there's some things I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that, that We'll talk about it that in two weeks. And I have a lot of 
things to bad things to say about Ocarina of Time, which you can check out on the previous episode. No time to grind Ocarina of Time. Search on your favorite Bing. Um, but even I, it's like it's not a boring game. Like it's hard to maneuver, but you're having fun. I feel like some reviews out there in the internet are people being like deliberately facetious. Yeah, that's what I tried to avoid. There were some that were like very, oh, so facetious. Like, uh, oh, this monstrosity didn't hold up when it was released and will never do. You're better off with Majora's Mask. I'm like, is that, that's just, like, you could have phrased it better. And then there's also Zelda is possibly the worst creation of all time. Well, uh, no, that's that's just bait. Uh, and then there's also this one for Chrono Trigger, uh, and it says like it's talking all about how so Chrono Trigger. If the title didn't get it for you, which it didn't for me until I played it, but it's about time travel. Uh, and sorry. It uh, happens so and, quickly. It's not a spoiler. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be a slow burn, but it was like, uh, uh, welcome. This is up. This is down. This is left. This is right. This is time travel. Oh, um, but yeah, they were like, how come they don't react appropriately? Zero out of ten. Like Jesus oh. Christ, salty. You can get a taste of all three of these games. We're playing Chrono Trigger right now. You can pick it up for the final two weeks of this month. We'll be giving our thoughts on it more in depth in two weeks' time. You can catch up on Ocarina of Time. We've completed that for January. And looking ahead into March will be Grand Theft Auto, Vice City. Reminders as well, pick them up at the moment if you're in Australia on the PlayStation Store. You can actually grab a whole bunch of the games that are coming up this year. Uh, Vice City, uh, Symphony of the Night is also coming up in our schedule uh, Witcher 3 is on sale. Uh, there's a big sale on at the moment if you want to not only be a busy boy gamer, but you also want to be a thrifty gamer. Get your sales now. Can you please not bring that, uh, that vile, <laughs> disgusting aspect of your life into this podcast? I think they go hand in hand. I think if you're short on time, you're also short on cash. <laughs> so let's get these two things together. It's very true. The the like The expression time is money is so apparent when you are running out of time and it's like it's not worth the time the eight hours that i spent at work i that's lost so now that money is so much more valuable so check out because... our new podcast coming soon it's called no money to burn and it's all about financial <laughs> advice and reviewing various financial advice <laughs> that's not a terrible name maybe it'll make would... an appearance in these episodes it's like a segment and is it worth it? I actually do that on our Instagram and I think our Facebook as well. Um, I did little things and like to rate how good it is for a busy gamer. Like not how good is the game, but how is it for a busy gamer? And money definitely comes into it. Like I think it was Resident Evil 2. It was like if you had to pay full price for it because it didn't, it didn't go down in price. Uh, so if you paid for it up front, like full price, EB Games or I guess GameStop if you're in America or whatever. Uh, it, it's like, it's not worth it, like 5 out of 10. If you got it on discount, secondhand, 7 out of 10. If you borrow it from a friend, it, it broke the algorithm <laughs> and was 12 out of 10. Uh, but look, I just mentioned our Facebook and our Instagram, and I'll look, you don't actually need to go there because I just told you what it was. Because what I want you to do, like 
I could tell you to go to our Facebook or to subscribe or to review highly, uh, even uh, do anything like that. But no, because today I'm going to ask you that if you're enjoying the show, I want you to very please share this episode or share the show in general, share your favorite episode if you've got one and get it to as many of your friends as you can to listen because we're obviously, we're not, I'm going to be real with you, we're not the heavyweights in podcasting, uh, but somehow we're not completely unknown either uh, and it would probably shock you busy gamers at home to realize that even though we're like in the middle, probably the low end, I'll, I'll try to be modest, uh, but still somehow a single listen just is so much in the rankings where we're at. So the more people listening means the better the dialogue between you guys and us, uh, we get better feedback. That means a better podcast and that's better for everyone because we're all experiencing better things. I feel that's a win-win. So maybe go share it now. Yeah, I've said it before and I think it's absolutely true. We've covered such a variety of games at this point that we've probably covered your get your favorite game or your friend's favorite game or your co-worker's favorite game. So get them to have a listen and you can talk about it together. What did we think? Are we big idiots? Do we miss something? And let us know on our Facebook page because we love to talk about the games. That's what we do. This is literally just a talking episode. And if you'd like to see different things in these extrasodes, if you'd like to see specific segments on how to save money or perhaps little game shows, uh, make sure you write in and let us know what you'd like us to cover here. And give us maybe a good idea of how long you'd like an extra sode to be. They're very free form at the moment. Uh, there are no rules. I think. I think honestly, I'm pretty sure Adrian had in his head that this was going to be 15 minutes, and now it's 30. Th- 30 is perfect. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. My name has been Adrian. I've been Matthew, and I've been Sherlock Holmes, Arkham Inquisition, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I'm I'm just still Sam Porter Bridges. I'm still playing the hell out of Death Stranding. I'm gonna play more. I've also been playing a lot of Crash Team Racing. There's a new thing. That's that's one game that I continue to grind is Crash Team Racing, and it's because they have frequent enough seasons for me. I feel like some games they have seasons too quickly. Uh, and Crash Team Racing. I feel Adrian's salt meter rising, so I'm out. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs>